Hi, this is Angel, and I'd rather be expressing my dog's anal glands than listening to Not Good by Matt Rashavi. Hey everybody, welcome back to the podcast. Welcome back to the show that critics are calling. And I thought waterboarding was bad. That was from Mitch Espinoza. Thank you for that one this week. Uh, this week on the program, we have Brett and Clark back again. Welcome back, gentlemen. Yes. Yeah. From, Thank you. Uh, yep, welcome, for... Clark. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> and of course, welcome. Uh, this week's episode is sponsored by Blark Inc. again. So thank you for that. Uh, let's start thank off you. with some news. Go right into the random news of the week. First thing up is they just came out with um, these eye drops that you can take and put in your eyes that are supposed to clear near sight or actually perfect. No way. Eye drops you put in your eyes? Yeah. (laughs) That are supposed to perfect nearsightedness and actually fix it. And so is that, I think I have that. Is that where like you can't see from far away or is that because I never can remember the. Yeah. So it's just nearsighted. You're actually, you have the sight of near that's the way to remember it so stuff far away is blurry exactly if you're farsighted stuff near is blurry exactly (laughs) definitely not confusing yeah and that's what these drops would be for is for damn where can i get some instead of readers you would just plop them in your eyes you can get them uh they want them how long does the effects last for about five to six hours you're saying oh that's pretty good but if you're nearsighted you need them for readers well they read well reader you know what readers are right yeah, don't you use them for... Yeah, you just put on... They're just cheap glasses you put on so you can read. Because when you're when you're nearsighted, that'd be farsighted then, wouldn't it? Now I'm confused again. That's what I'm saying. Well, no, so basically what they're saying is at, at a certain point after like, you know, 40, a lot of people... This isn't everybody, but a lot of people... Macular degeneration Exactly, or yeah. And uh, so even if you are like if you're nearsighted usually you could still lose some of your sight over the years and they're saying if you plop in some of these new drops which is fda approved they say then you can um get some of that sight back but my question is do you trust it uh there's it's brand new product and they have the label fda but you know not everyone fully thinks that that's a full you know fail safe anyways and so it's like, for me, I feel like my eyes would just start melting into my skull, but I jumped to the worst. You know yeah. I mean? Yeah. The FDA did approve crystal Pepsi. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and for loco. <laughs> no, <I'm not. laughs> FDA label on the side of that. That would be amazing. I'd um, rather, I think I'd rather get the vaccine than take those eye drops. The eye vaccine? Yeah. <laughs> Are those the eye vaccine? One right yeah, in- I'll give it a few years and see <laughs> yeah. how the eye drops work. <laughs> if yeah, my that- grandchild's not blind, then I'll take the eye drops. <laughs> um, I, yeah, I still don't think I would, I would try it. I don't know. And I, I have really bad vision, too. Like, you should see my glasses. They're, like, this thick. I'm holding up an inch. I guess a real concern would be like you take them and then they fade away in six hours and then you're taking them again. But to, then does like your or body get used to like it? It's like that nasal spray where you get like addicted to it. Yeah, and that stuff that clears your sinus and that I think can mess up your sinuses. Are those whippets? No. Oh, isn't a whippet is like noxious gas or whatever? That's gasoline. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, like but, the nasal spray is the stuff that clears your sinuses out. It is. Yeah, people like get like addicted to it. They need it. Yeah. I think it makes it worse over time. I didn't uh, know you could get addicted to that. I do love that stuff. <laughs> As I'm spraying it in my You're nose right now. using it right yeah. now. Um, oh my God, he's got the eye drops too. Also, this was random. Uh, this week was a book was returned to a library 49 years after overdue. I, did, I saw this one. Now, this is crazy. Have you guys ever, uh, and this is the key, I feel like. To, they said that it was so long that when the guy came up and tried to pay for it, they said, no, it's been so long. We're just glad to have the book back. Yeah. Oh, wow. Well, on the books, and it looked like it was in pretty good condition. Yeah. So if it's like a really good book and like an old edition, it could be worth something. Well, I don't know how much. Uh, this one's called Battles of the Monsoon, Campaigning in the Central Highlands. Um, oh. <laughs> oh. No wonder they didn't really like track him down. It took for him that, that long you know? to finish it. <laughs> well, he said that he's read it multiple times. Like it was one of his favorite books, and oh. that's why. But I feel like, yeah, so they said that he, he fessed up and he asked, you know, do I owe any money? They said, no, you're good. Um, we're just happy to have the book back. But so then there you go. All you have to do is just wait it out. You can check out any library book. That's the yeah, key. Let's go to the library wow. right now. That's our night. Um, I uh, Do you guys have a library card? Let me ask you that. I don't. Yeah. I just got one. You should one. get yeah. one. I just got one. You absolutely should. Because you can like rent out movies. Yeah. Yep. I watched all Sopranos that way. <laughs> did, did it give you DVDs or DVDs, VHS yeah. tapes? Oh. Um, but uh, I actually had a uh, weird thing where in Pasadena I was returning. I have weird hours sometimes. I was returning books at 3 a.m. And in so, just a Dropbox? In the Dropbox, yeah. So I was dro- driving in to the parking lot, ready to drop them off. And a cop car pulls up super fast right behind me and puts on their flashlight or whatever the big spotlight. Spotlight thing, yeah. And then calls over the, the speaker like, what are you doing here? And all that. And I was like, is this how I go? Is this how it ends for me? Is this trying to return some books? And I immediately was going to go and go, no, I'm just here for the books. And I went to grab my hands here just to grab the books real quick. And, uh, and I thought better of that. And you could just kind of sense the ten- the tension. Yeah. And so then I just showed him up. And, and as I showed him the books, he just laughed at me uh. <laughs> and then just took off. All right, so from there, let's move on to uh, let's move on to some TV. Uh, what are you guys watching this week? I've been watching uh, Santa Inc., which is the new animated show on HBO Max with Seth Rogen as Santa Claus and uh, Santa Claus and uh, um, uh, Sarah Silverman as the main elf, um, and it's actually not too bad. You're I, we were talking earlier before. I the, don't believe you. You're not. You don't think that this I saw could be the good. trailer. It's it's surprising. I saw a sausage party that was barely funny. We saw it together. Didn't yeah, we? yeah. I think I laughed maybe twice. Right, like yeah. out loud. I maybe like. Sure. This one gives you a couple of chuckles every episode. I think. I think, or maybe my expectations were so low for it. That, yeah, maybe. But yeah, actually, I don't think it's too bad. Um, it's uh, it, it's in that whole stop motion thing of the usual Christmas. Um, yeah, make it look like Rudolph. Yeah, exactly. The animated specials of our of our childhood. Um, that predates us. <laughs> it predates us for sure. Uh, but yeah, I think that's pretty good. How about you? What are you guys watching? 
I gotta watch Rudolph now. I gotta that. Well, I watch it like every year. I, I do love too. That. Yeah. Bro lives. I watch that. Frosty the Snowman. Those are the go tos yeah, for sure. Those are great. I've been uh, I've been attempting. Uh, yesterday, I really thought I was gonna do it, but, but I did not uh, get get back into. It's always sunny in Philadelphia. Oh, I know we yeah. talked about it last week. Um, and Clark and I talked about it on our trip to Tarjay Bouquet. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yesterday. Mm-hmm. So I was like amped up to get home and watch an episode, and I just did not do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I too was gonna try to watch every episode of this season, and just haven't. Yeah, yeah. But you know, I've been still crushing, crashing. Yep. There you go. That's been great. I love that. That's a good one. Um. So I will vouch for that. Uh. And I think that's about it. Nice. What else do I want to get into? How about Dexter? Have you been watching Dexter? No, but I got free showtime for like a weekend and i recorded the first three so awesome i'll be able to watch those and see if it they're up to six though yeah well i can find it somewhere yeah absolutely yeah binge all those it that's actually pretty good uh it scares me a little bit they're kind of getting back to the old formula um which i the the refreshing thing about this new season was the way it was it is shot and the way it's all like coming together it's a totally different style to me that's just refreshing but they're starting to kind of go back into like, you know, his voiceover all the time, which was a big thing on every episode. And so that kind of worries me a little bit, but it's still pretty good. Um, and they have Clancy Brown in it. And uh, this one I won't spoil, but the the villain in it is actually pretty good. Um, oh, and definitely. Spoil it. Yeah. Should no. I spoil it? No, because I'm going to watch it. <laughs> well, I think I think you'll like it. Um, and you obviously know some of the people that came back from the original season. The very first season, or from the original series, I should say. Oh no! But oh, so obviously, even. there's people that died. So if they came back, what is this like? Dallas? <laughs> it was all a dream. <laughs> yeah. um, I could spoil that part, right? Or do you want from not Dallas? Yeah, can I spoil Dallas for you? <laughs> Who shot Jr. Dallas? Was Dallas wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it was Dallas. John Dallas. <laughs> um, well, Deb, I'll, I'll spoil this. Deb is back in the show. As, uh, well, I thought she died. She did die. Spoiler alert. I wasn't going to do so that So she's one. a zombie. Yep. Uh, well, so oh. it's like how his dad... I didn't even know she died. You told me she died because I never watched that <laughs> last season. Well, it was like his dad. His dad would come up as like a you know spirit yeah. part of his... Oh, so she's just like a... Ghost uh, spirit. Yeah. Conscious. Yeah, voice of reason. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Oh, okay. I gotcha. Which is great. But did... I... did um. The dad come back too? Not yet. What is that guy's name? That guy's he's awesome. In the Mortal Kombat movie. You should look it up. And uh, <laughs> was he? No, he wasn't the guy from Highlander. That was someone else. That's Christopher Lambert. Yeah, uh, but he also was in a Mortal Kombat movie. They both played Raiden in Mortal Kombat. Hmm. Clark's gonna look it up right now. We'll have that answer by the end. I'll have it in like two seconds. Um, but it's pretty good. And for me, James Remar. There you go. He's awesome. <laughs> that was two seconds. That was that was really good. You're a good researcher. Um, but I like that she's back because I was kind of afraid that she she was such a good part of that series, and I was like, oh man, like how are they not going to do that with her? But she's in every episode, so she's a main part of the cast. Oh, that's cool. So that's cool. So it's basically just an extension of. I mean, it to is a degree, to... yeah, yeah. But it, it is fun seeing her play the role of the dad in this situation. Um, but also I'm watching Marvel's hit monkey with Jason Sudeikis, the animated, uh, Hulu oh, series. I've seen a trailer for that. Highly recommend that. I'm about four episodes in and it's really good. It's one of my favorite shows so wow. far. And, uh, Kyle Mooney's new show, Saturday morning, all-star hits, otherwise known as smash 
is a takeoff of uh, like late eighties, nineties, um, you know, the Saturday morning cartoons and like how they always had some crazy hosts. And so he plays himself and his twin brother. Oh, that like introduced the shows. That introduced the different. What was your favorite Saturday morning cartoon? Let's just, I'll put a, a year on it. Like until like before Spider-Man or Batman <laughs> animated. Before series. Batman? Yeah, before Batman. Because it's Batman. I think Ghostbusters. Oh, right. that Saturday morning cartoon. Yeah, I mean you can do the cop out Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh, why is a that one. a cop out? I don't know because that was like a lot of people's too. Oh, I mean I can just run off some good ones. I, I mean, know. what was like the what was the Darkwing, Darkwing Duck? Duck? Yeah, that Ooh. was a good one. Was that before Tailspin? Chippendales. Yeah, Chippendale. Yeah. Uh, Ducktales. Ooh. Bobby's World. I like Mighty Max. That I don't know when that came out. If that, that was before that. Batman or not. But, oh, that's a good but question. That doesn't matter because that Mighty Max is a good one. That was one where he had like a red cap and he could open portals from like mm. different worlds and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Never caught that one. All right, let's go to some uh, <laughs> entertainment news. This is uh, um, some sad news, actually. Is uh, over the weekend, Anne Rice passed away at the no way. Yeah, but at the age of eighty, so she lived a full life. That's really not that old. Uh, it's not, but I feel like if I make, I mean, it we age, think that's not old, but like thirty years ago, that was like wow, made it to eighty. I still think eighty is pretty impressive. I mean, it is young comparatively. For a woman, though, I don't know, because they usually live longer. They do, right? Yeah, they do live longer, apparently. Or suppose, or they do, right? There's data on that. Allegedly, <laughs> allegedly, um, it is a good run, though. Still, that's like, yeah, it's a full life. How many books did she write? That's that's, that's a great question. Be a lot of books. Wow. Let's look it up. You have a computer right in front of you. <laughs> All right, I'll check it out. Let's have Clark look it up. All right, Clark's looking it up. Well, right that was she was the that was the interview with the vampire books, weren't they? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Let's see. So I don't think I ever saw that movie. Like in its entirety. Oh, it's good. It's not boring. Um, it looks boring. It, I think that's probably because you're thinking that it's like a period piece, that type of thing. And usually when I see those movies, I'm like, ugh, Stu's Fest. But this is actually, it's pretty good. Oh, okay. And you got great acting talents Brad Pitt, Tom Cruise. Uh, Tom Cruise, and then. Uh, Kirsten Dunst was yeah. like a little kid in it. Exactly. Didn't she get, she got like nominated for an Academy Award, I think, for that movie. Don't think she won, but. Um, this is hmm. uh, this is a massive list. She had a huge, huge career. Um, let's see, books. Let's say well over, well over a dozen. Let's say <laughs> <laughs> it's thirteen. <laughs> um, also, though, you know, so um, we were talking earlier about a show that got canceled. This is some good entertainment news. Chucky gets a brand new season two. Ooh. So that's good news for me. I actually liked this this past season. They managed to kind of like uh, bring back what made the movies great and uh, and like the remake movie. That what they made the movies great? I think it's the the dark humor and the violence. You know, which sounds sick to say, but it's like they at this day and age, at this stage on Sci-Fi Channel, they can get away with a lot of like bloody craziness um, and aren't censored, which oh. is sick. Yeah, yeah, sick. that's cool. Pretty sick. Yeah, Yeah, because that kind of that series, the movies, they kind of did like an Evil Dead 
where they started out as like almost straight horror mm-hmm. and then they slowly changed into like comedy movies yeah Absolutely, <laughs> Brett. Brett doesn't know what I'm talking. Matt about, still, Matt still. Ca- I'm still yeah. looking up. Yeah, it's yeah. Uh, well over Anne Rice. Well over 14 books. Yeah. All right, from there, let's go to the checking in segment for the week. So if you haven't been caught up on the podcast, last week we brought up the idea, the possibility of coming up with jokes every week and culminating in about <clears throat> month and a half, couple months or so, doing an actual <laughs> do six months to You're a year. You're going to do it. Six months to a year, uh, doing some stand-up, um, doing an open mic. And so right now it would be kind of just every week kind of pitching ideas and doing a little bit of a routine to try to build something that we could present. Um, and so, yeah. And Clark was the first person that said that he would go up on stage. <laughs> and why was that? You said, no, Clark, uh, if you didn't listen to last week's, he is adamant about not doing it. Nope. that, that part of it. He's going to provide the jokes on the podcast and then we're going to do them. No, he should get up for one. Or, we'll see how it goes. I go yeah, up for one joke. It's five yeah, seconds long. Yeah, it depends on the joke. I mean, Dane Cook's jokes, my favorite comedian, is they're, <laughs> they're like twelve minutes a joke, right? Yeah. Yep, exactly. They're big long stories, epics, <laughs> is what you've described them as, Brett. Yeah. Um, so uh, let's actually let's go right into it, um, Clark. What do you have as far as jokes? I gotta go first. Why not? Let's do yeah. it. We'll change it up every week. If you're not if you're not gonna be on stage, potentially not gonna be on stage, you're gonna be. All right. Well, I wrote two. Two jokes. Now, mind you, I don't do this for a living. Now, let me... So, you have two jokes, right? Yeah. So, Brett, what do you think about this? He brings up the jokes, and then you and I have to incorporate it into ours this week. What? Then you guys got to make stuff on the fly? Yeah. That's on part, the fly? It's or a challenge. For next week? Um, or we'll workshop them. We'll workshop more it. So, more so. Yeah. We'll okay. workshop it, yeah. Cool. Well, let me do let me do the second one then, because I think that works better. Okay. <laughs> you guys ever made a pact with someone before? Well, I have this buddy who made a pact with his wife back when they were high school sweethearts. That when they had children, they would name their kids after their favorite music album. And so when they had their first child, a daughter, the wife got to choose the name, and so she chose the name Layla. And that was named after the album Layla, and her dad would play that while they were riding in the car together, and he passed away, so she named her daughter Layla, so every time she saw her daughter, it would remind her of her dad. Mm-hmm. Well, then they had their second child just recently, a boy, and so my buddy got a name on this time. So he named him after the album that meant so much to him as a kid. And so now little Layla is going to have to take care of her little baby brother, chocolate starfish in the hot dog flavored water. <laughs> That's good. Uh, I like it. 
Yeah, that's the, great. The the thing with that one too is tough because if you do it in open mic, sometimes you only get like two minutes. And I feel like that would be <laughs> yeah. the entire. Like, there you, you go. You well, here I got a short one. I got a short one. one. Right, so you guys know I like to do a lot of baking and cooking. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, lately there's an ingredient I've been using in my meals. It's called miso paste. Okay. It's like fermented bean paste. Mm-hmm. Well, the women in my life must have caught wind of this because lately they've been calling me a misogynist. Yeah, yeah, that was good, Clark. Um, now let's move over to Brett. Um, Brett's up on the on the old chopping block, as I say. <laughs> so, what is your stand up routine so far? And this is not a full fleshed out thing. It's just kind of the, the little. I put together fifteen minutes. Is that okay? <laughs> yeah, that's okay. You got one up me. Yeah. <laughs> Twelve up me. Fourteen up you. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've been doing comedy for thirty seven years, right? Just just not on stage. Thank you. Thank you. I'm Brett Saxon. That was good. All right. <laughs> All right. So, uh, no, I think that was that was solid. Thanks. Is that the 37? Would you do that one as like a little throwaway joke, too? Or is that just for us? That'd be like, yeah, that'd be. I mean, this is all throwaway, right? Is this <laughs> no. anything in this? No, I mean, I know Matt this? really wants to go do. Yeah, exactly. You can do it, Matt. We'll watch. Oh, no. Brett's still going to do it. It may be. We don't know. Let's not, let's yeah, not close the let's door. Not, come on. It's not step in front yeah, of the record gotta, you button. You gotta step outside of your comfort zone and really like get in there. <laughs> Weird, because right. I don't remember ever telling you to do that. All right, I'll do a little bit. Um, all right, uh, this is Matt Rashabi. He's up next. Give it up. Keep it going for Matt Rashabi. All right, I'll take I'll take the mic out of the <laughs> standing stand. up. <laughs> all right, <clears throat> all right. Thank you. Uh, all right, time to time to make some first impressions. <laughs> it's uh, it is really hard to make a first impression when uh, you know. You look like this you know what i mean it's uh it's tough it's hard to make a first impression a good first impression when you look like guy fieri fluffed powder i say fluffed <laughs> instead of yeah, kind of clean it up a little bit yeah uh, i won't say fluffed when we actually do the the, the open mic what will you say um fluffed take <laughs> take the l out um i get guy fieri all the time why is it guy fieri why can't it be someone kind of attractive it's always someone slightly overweight or completely overweight I mean, that's uh, that's just doesn't make me feel very good. Uh, there was a you know, one time I was at a, uh, a Del Taco at like 3 a.m. because I make good life choices and I was driving through and uh, this lady comes out from the back and she looks like she's been doing meth professionally for the last 10 years. And she was like, oh, do you know who you look like? And I was like, yeah, yeah. She's like, you look like uh, that guy. Yeah, guy. OK, guy Fury, get it. Uh, that, that guy, uh, the guy from Smash Mouth. And then she just like stares at me. I stare at her. It was the first time I'd heard that one. And then we just lock eyes and she stares silent. And then she goes, somebody once told me the world. And she does the entire verse. All right. That's all I got. Thanks, everyone. Hey, that's Matt Rashad. So you guys did like stand up. I just read it off my phone. I didn't know I was supposed to act like I'm up on stage. Well, it's, yeah. I mean, no, you did fine. I mean, you could just get up and do that. That'd actually be hilarious, too. That could be kind of a character in itself. That's true, yeah. 
That's because that's like that's like what is that considered deadpan? Where you just kind of get up there and like that's Hedberg. That's like yep. Who else is that? Um, oh yeah, the guy Stephen Wright. It's kind of like Stephen Wright. Yeah, we do a yeah, lot. Yeah, Stephen Wright. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea Stephen Wright is. Um, no, yeah, I love Stevie. All right, is that the guy who was the guy on the couch in the movie Half Baked? Yes. Okay. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, so I think we got some good gems there, um, and I don't know what's uh, what's your kind of critique on on my little chunk right there. You practiced, yeah. It's, well, I think you use. Well, I think I mean, if you wanted to, I, I put together. I I took the the three a.m. You use that time a lot. You used it in your library story earlier. Ah, so maybe they could be connected in a way. You, you I think know, it, it could be a callback to like, oh, oh 3 a.m. after the li- after I stopped by the library, you know. That's true. But I don't think. It's a huge Goo Goo Dolls fan. Maybe that's just <laughs> is that a Goo Goo, Goo Dolls song. I think what it is is when I don't have. Oh, check it out. Like a 3 a.m. Must be lonely. No, that's. Is that Matchbox 20? Yeah, maybe it's yeah. Matchbox 20. Yeah. Is there a difference? Yeah. Say the Goo Goo Dolls really. I cannot say that name. Goo Goo Dolls. Goo Goo Dolls. Isn't that the point? Goo 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 Dolls. Um, yeah, I think with the 3 a.m., I it's one of those things where I jump to if I don't know the exact time. That's your go-to I just, number. I round up, yeah. yeah. Um, but I feel like you have such a short amount of time in the um, open mic where it's like, if I did the library bit, I feel like that would take up the whole thing. Yeah. And I don't think that's really as solid. It's more podcast material. <laughs> if that, yeah. <laughs> if that, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, but uh, but yeah, there we go. I think we got some good stuff to work with, some gems. What do you think with any of those that I have? Keep it, toss it, do brand new stuff. What do you think? The first two, yeah. What do you? I'll let Clark. I'm not. Yeah, uh-huh. you, you speak when yeah. you speak. But I think keep it. Yeah, yeah I okay. think keep the last one for sure. You you kind of rushed through the middle ones, so I w- would actually need to hear that one again. Gotcha. But uh, yeah, pacing. Yep. Yeah, pacing is um, key. That's this is good. These are good notes. But I think it's good. I mean, we're all going to talk fast, probably, because we want to get the hell out. Right. I think that is. I think it is. You guys are going to talk fast. All right. Okay. That leads us to our last segment of the week. And that is the advice segment. That is a fan favorite. One of Clark's favorites. Yes. Um, feel free to reach out at not good. Oh boy, with here Matt, we go. Not good with Matt at gmail.com. That is not good with Matt at gmail.com. Uh, the first question is someone wants to know, this is uh, this is a woman. Uh, she wants to know, is it okay to lose touch with an ex now that their daughter has grown up, their daughter is 27 years old, has a family of their own. She wants to know. She wants nothing to do with uh, the ex-husband. Can she huh. guilt-free cut ties? Yeah. I mean, why not? Is it going to be like realistic? Why is she even in ties still with them? It's all just like practical yeah, ties, right? Yeah, it sounds like right? she's moved on. Well, like you yeah. have to like have some practical ties left of like our daughters getting married or something like how. Yeah, they have family ties. <laughs> That's going in the open mic. Uh, I feel like yeah, what she's saying is she's saying cut it off completely now. But like that means those family ties. 
as you will. No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's where you get that maybe start getting drama. But then the, like the um, the daughter might become the the mediator where it's like, oh, is your father going? No, she's he's not. Is your mother going or other father going? I don't know. Like, and and that's kind of what I think too is, is like uh, a lot of pressure or like a lot of weight on her. It is the yeah. daughter. No, it's way too much. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. This is, what were you saying? No, no, it's like. <laughs> No, I completely agree. I concur, as they say. But it's also, um, you know, I think they probably stayed together for her anyways. And now, you know, it's like time to go. But it's, I don't know. It's like, I feel like the daughter would be so bummed out if all of a sudden a parent just totally quit you cold turkey. So I'd say stick in with it for whatever you can. You know what I mean? You don't have to see the husband, you know, at all. But like, definitely the youngin, right? It's not cut ties with the little kid. Yeah. Oh, I misinterpreted yeah, this whole I question then. Yeah. yeah. She wants to cut tie with with the kid? Well, yeah, with the Husband entire the entire family, yeah. Oh. How old's the kid though? Twenty seven. Oh. But I would imagine the kid would want some type of Yeah. I mean we don't Weird. know the full details, but Hmm. You just want to go to like Cabo and not ever see their family again? I guess. I mean, why does she, yeah, she I mean she could leave and just not you don't have to call the daughter and be like, we're cutting ties. Right. Just uh, just leave and never call her again. You say that's a bit, that's the better move. <laughs> if, there, if she's at this point, she's probably not calling her too often. Yeah, that's, a, that's yeah. what it seems like. So there you go. From us, just cut ties. <laughs> uh, uh, this one is about uh, in the Christmas season. Um, another woman was asking, uh, saying that her husband and her both have six-figure careers. And what they do is they buy very expensive gifts for each other, and she's finding she can't compete with it. She says she, he has a much higher salary than she does, and he kind of expects her to buy these lavish gifts and even said that some of the things, some of the, um, some of the gifts are costing upwards of $1,000 to $3,000 a piece. And she said she just can't do that anymore. Wants to know. She said that she's even talked to him about it and that he is still wanting that. And wanting to keep that going, what do you guys, as far as advice, what, what, how can she talk her way out of it? Tell him to buy the expensive gifts for himself. Yeah, yeah, spoil himself. I think you make homemade gifts. Just do one year because she's clearly tried it before and it's not it's worked. Like a macaroni. Yeah, trip. that would be amazing. <laughs> a full year. Or just a full season of, uh, of yeah, macaroni gifts, paper mache, um, all these things that he really wants. Like if he wants an expensive stereo, make one out of clay or, you know, just do some some crazy thing like that. Because um, you've tried it and he's pretty much ignored it. So this he can't ignore. Yeah. Uh, but then that might, I guess, lead to divorce. <laughs> so. There was this one Christmas where I misplaced a lot of money uh-huh. and I didn't know what I was going to do. I got in a really bad way. I even jumped off of a bridge into freezing cold water to just finally end it. Wow. Then this old man pulled me out of the water yeah. and into the warming house. He said his name was Clarence. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. Huh. And then he eventually sh- showed me what the world would have been like had I killed myself and it would not have been a better place. Dang. When you left that interaction, was there something that you just thought of? Like, wow, it's just such a... Yeah, life's a wonder. (laughs) All right, ladies and gentlemen, that's a perfect place to end. Thank you for hanging out with us for another week of Not Good. I'm Matt Rashavi, and thank you again, Clark and Brett. 
You're welcome. You got it. I'm please, welcome. Please, uh, re- please reach out to blark.inc on uh, or don't on uh, the old Instagram. Do you guys have anything coming up? Yeah, tons of big bang. Not the Big Bang Theory. Big Bang Theory. Big bang, New Bang. Like, big Bang Theory. We're talking episodes. firework level excitement coming up in the next week. Uh, or in the two next weeks. Oh, two yeah, weeks. Yeah, in two, two weeks. weeks. Katy Perry. Um, so keep your eyes peeled, and we're we're stoked about this. A lot of dumb fun going on, and it's gonna be yeah. Well, that's exciting, and I for one am looking forward to it, as I know you guys are. Uh, please reach out to notgoodwithmat at gmail.com for any comments and concerns. Thank you again, Nalo and the Unis. Wonderful uh, week of music. Nalo. And uh, we will see you in a week, another week. See these two gentlemen probably in another week. We'll be back. Oh, great. All right. We'll see you. I love you.